0: These are true stories. At the request of Ryan and Rachel, the names of the toxic have been changed out of respect for the victims. The rest has been told exactly as it occurred. Welcome to A Little
1: r and I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your other host, Rachel. And here
0: we talk about fucking everything. Yeah, we do, babes. I would like to announce that I'm a little sick. Yeah. And I just got my voice back, but it still sounds a little stuffy. My, you might hear some sniffles. I got the mucinex. Sponsor yeah. us mucinex. <laughs> yeah, if you Sinus hear sniffles,
1: mix. it's not oh. Ryan doing cocaine. It's literally her just sniffing cold medicine. Yeah.
0: Um, I kind of wish it was cocaine, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. But this is my first day. It's been a week since I've drank champagne or smoked a cigarette or even vaped because I've been, like, sick. So I'm back in action. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. Nicotine and alcohol has flown through my veins. That's probably why I had a panic attack before we started filming <laughs> <laughs> or recording, but... Anyways, so we are in the spooky season, spooky season. And if anyone knows me out there, if if you know me, if if any one of you out there happens to know me, I love black cats and I have two black cats and they know when I'm telling you like they motherfucking know it's their holiday coming up. They've been out of control, running around, having attitudes, living their best lives. They know it's Halloween. Yeah. Throughout all the other months (laughs) that I'm about to just go (laughs) off on people, the 11 months of the year, everyone says they're bad luck. Oh, blah, blah, blah. No. And now this is our one month. It's like pride month for black cats. It really is. And I'm here for it. And I want to make this month their best. So what I'm doing to honor them is I'm dressing spooky, gothic, whatever. All month we're being spooky. I'm spooky vibes. I don't know. I've never been like this and in, this into Halloween, but this year,
1: yeah, I'm into it. Sometimes when you go through a depression spell, you know October just seems so much brighter. <laughs>
0: it honestly does because like something that's like kind of this is like a sad thing, but it's also I feel this a lot. Um, one of my mom's best friends since like childhood and also one of my good friends. He is a drag queen in new york oh
1: i love that yes he's
0: amazing like i love him just he's an awesome person yeah but one time he said and he just like kind of like avant-garde drag queen like it's like very like unique and vintage and just like really wild like haute couture like just like crazy and it's amazing and um he put so much work into his costumes and he said One time he was like, Halloween is the only time that I feel like I can be myself and not get made fun of, like walking to the subways or, you know, because in New York, like you're walking to places. And I guess he gets, you know, stares and made fun of and everything every other night of the year. But like Halloween is the one night that he's like, you know, it's acceptable to be weird. And I thought that was so sad. But I kind of feel that in a way, like you said in October. Yeah, especially
1: like, if him being in New York, I feel like they're much more accepting of yeah. that, that kind of stuff. So that the
0: fact that it's still not that way is... It sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think they're jealous because, like, I'll show you his looks offline. He pops off. But I feel that. Like, when yeah. you're depressed, you want to kind of, like, show it on the outside. And then, you know, October, it's like, it's a kind of, like, okay to be... Yeah. like A little spooky. Yeah. So. A little weird.
1: Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween yet? No, um, me and Chris are going to go Halloween shopping with
0: you oh, after yeah, this. Oh, yeah, I so. invited myself. Uh, no, I invited you. Oh. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I got half of my costume. I'm going to be a shite. Do I ruin the surprise? No, 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 we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. Um, Are y'all going to... St- that would be cool if we stuck with the same era or the same theme, but I'm not pressuring. You want to be a
1: thruple Halloween costume? <laughs> I was trying to get something that would like correlate with something I could do again, but w- oh yeah, we'll, f- we'll see.
0: I kind of did that too cuz some of my stuff like I could still wear. But I figured for this month we could talk
1: at least like the first story that we tell is something like spooky, toxic yeah. that happened to us, like scary. Yeah, a little like a little heebie-jeebies. Like, uh, yeah. What's a what's a sp- I mean everything <laughs> that's happened to me is a little <laughs> scary, but <laughs> like
0: maybe something more I mean, I have one. I know that you have one, too. Um, I do, but I really wanted you to mention the text message that we found last night. Oh. (laughs) So.
1: (laughs) So, episode two, we talk about Buffalo Wild Wings, um, about, like, first dates there. And yesterday, Ryan came over and um, I went and... Activated my old Facebook, which my ex-husband used to message me on there about like everything because he didn't like texting on his phone. But I was going back through text messages or messenger Facebook messages, and I found this one. I lost my shit when she read it. Alright. Cause I just went so off about Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. <laughs> this was like a message like at the end of our relationship. Basically, it was just, like, off and on. All, like, we didn't know what we were going to do divorce-wise. But, like, one minute he is, like, berating me and telling me awful shit about me. And then the next minute he's trying to be sweet. So this is one of his sweet moments. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it in hindsight, it really is not <laughs> sweet at all. So he says, from the moment I picked you up to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> I thought you were beautiful. I was in Teal. I wish I could relive that day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then cut to us making an entire podcast episode about why we do not want to relive yeah. those days. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. So. I wonder if he's like
1: sitting back like, oh, I miss that Buffalo Wild Wings exchange. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just
0: really wish I could berate a waiter about nachos again. <laughs> What a good time. Oh, my God.
1: Fuck, man. That's so funny. And the fact that he says stuff like that, like, he'd always revert to, like, the past. But it was, like, I was just, like, this quiet, submissive girl. So, of course, he misses
0: when he could control me. Oh, of course. So. They don't miss, um, (laughs) not to be all serious up front, but, yeah, like, narcissists, they don't miss, like, us. Because they never truly did form a connection to us like we do with them. Yeah. They can't love. And so... They miss like w- like where like their supply is what they yeah. call like they miss being able to use us and to get our energy and leech from us. So yeah. It's like it's almost like offensive if a narcissist says they miss you because it's like Yeah, what they the miss fuck? their
1: supply. They miss using you as their punching bag. Yeah. They miss
0: you hyping them up exactly. when they just treated you like crap. Yeah. Like all the times, all the fake eyelashes and the cur- blowouts and the, like, <laughs> expensive outfits that I put together. Like, oh, I wasted all of that for a narcissist to feel like the man at the bar with me on his arm. Yeah. I'm just a gothic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> As you should be. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Okay. Give me your story. Like, make it, make it um Spooky. Spooky. Scary. Right. Should we do the whole podcast like this? <laughs> My dad can do
1: a really good Igor impression. Just bring him in here for it. <laughs> yeah. He does, like, the... Oh, he should do the intro of it in the Igor voice. Oh, and we change funny. it for just one month. <laughs> but we don't... I don't know if our following is big enough for people to think
0: it's funny. Yeah, guys, can you make our following big? Like, share this with your friends. Yeah, share it I on need-
1: social media. We honestly have been doing really well analytics wise, Mm -hmm. but I just
0: want, I just want to be a star. (laughs) (laughs) I yeah, I want to reach a big audience because it's like I want, like I look at like the listeners as like a lot of them are our friends, not like a lot, but like I like they're like our friends. Like we're talking to you. I want to make like just a big community of people, yeah, who can relate, and I don't know. So I I want to, I want to help people. I don't want to, I don't want to just be like. A,
1: like an ego boost for me That I'm doing something that people love I really want it to be like Yeah Something that helps other people
0: Yeah like lighthearted when it needs to be Serious, serious? when it needs to be um, And then you know like When we start having guests Or people like writing in Then like It's just like a I don't know This is a safe place for Yeah. the girls The gays The theys And the non-toxic men Yeah <laughs> Yeah just See yourself out If you
1: have ever done If any of these stories You're like Oh fuck I've done that to a girl or guy, you should probably, or they, you should probably, yeah, probably exit out of here. <laughs> yeah. I don't need your support. I Didn't back then, didn't now, baby. mm But yeah, I do have a spooky story. Ooh. Um, when I was a kid. I don't know if y'all remember the early 2000s. Um, Unfortunately. <laughs> there's a lot of cases about, like, child abductions and, yeah. um you know, that kind of stuff going around, the pedophilia, like people being sex offenders
0: and like... Wasn't that when Elizabeth Smart kind of was? Or was that the 90s? What year was that? I don't remember, but I feel like I remember being like young when that was...
1: I just remember something in our area happening where a guy in a red pickup truck picked up, like grabbed a girl off the street that was riding her bike. And so my mom was like really big about like just making me stranger danger which mm-hmm. I don't think was a big thing before, but that started becoming a thing Yeah, oh, during my that time. Was, yeah, like on it. Like, do not. So that just happened. And so my school that I went to was literally, like, w- walking distance from my house for mm-hmm. elementary school. So my mom thought I was old enough. Um, I think I was in third grade. I was old enough to walk there by myself and walk home from school. Um, But she's still, like, worried about, like, what was going on. So she gave me a walkie talkie and she had a walkie talkie (laughs) before cell phones. So funny. Um, And we had a channel
0: vintage. (laughs) uh.
1: (laughs) And so we both had uh, walkie talkies. We had it on the channel that we could like hear each other. So we were synced up. Um, And I don't know if y'all have ever experienced a walkie talkie in your (laughs) life. But, you know, there's usually like 15 channels and then you can like switch between a frequency so that it's, like, specific. Like it's really hard to get onto your channel.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Oh, to, like, hack in. Yeah. From, yeah. Um, but also to be able to, like. like go to they someone They can else's only channel. be picked up from, literally, from where my like parents' radius. house was. In the, yeah, in yeah. the school. So the odds of someone getting onto your channel was just very, yeah like, weird. But so my mom started doing that. And two weeks in, we were going fine. And I remember one week walking to school and hearing, like, hey, little girl, with a guy's <gasps> voice on it. What? And I was just like, I kind of ignored it. I, you know, when you're little, you're just like, I hear things, Something scaring my head. Ooh, what's happening? <laughs> oh, I see ghosts or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I didn't really think of anything of it. And the next week I was walking home and I was walking by... um. I did a different direction. Usually it's like a straight walk. Like my house, you go down the street, there's the school, you walk down the street. I decided to take like a cross path so I could go by the playground real quick, mm-hmm. you know, show off that I'm alone and that I'm like <laughs> independent third grader um, with my walkie talkie. That was kind of like a cell phone. Oh uh, God. <laughs> and so I remember um, walking my mom saying, hey, I'm just going to be a little longer than I usually was, whatever my third grade lingo was then. And my mom's just like, oh, okay, honey. And then I hear on the walkie-talkie, hey, come over to my house. <laughs> what? And, like, it was, like, an older man. And I was like, hello, who is this? And uh, my dad at the time um, was w- working, but he would fly out to different states. So he wasn't even home that week. So it wasn't my dad. Mm-hmm. wasn't my brothers who were younger and who didn't, you know, balls didn't drop yet. So their voices were <laughs> high-pitched like me. <laughs> Ryan's like, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, uh, he, he was basically telling me on the walkie talkie that he can see me and that he's coming to get me.
0: Yeah. Cause he knew you were a little girl. Yeah. What Cause he hell? said, Hey, little girl before yeah.
1: and he's coming to get me. And, um, so I was on a street that was like s- super close to my parents' house. And, um, he's like, I'm right in front of you. Mm. And I was just like freaking out. I'm like, mom, do you hear this guy? Like, mom, like mom. And my mom's like, I'm coming. To, I'm coming to find oh, you. So I'm she like, I'm going to get you. And she could see me because, like, if she walked out of her house, I was literally on the street to the left. So instead of walking straight, I just took an extra street over. And so she ran and grabbed so me. So she could hear the guy, too? Yeah.
0: <gasps> what? Yeah. What did she? What was she, like, freaking out? Dude, she
1: didn't let me walk back oh, yeah. to school after that. I wouldn't. And it be. was like, you know, like, there's kids who play pranks. And if it was, like, a teenager's voice, maybe. This was, like, an older man's voice. Yeah. And so my mom went and looked in the radiuses of sex offenders around us. And I lived near a
0: school, so you can't really, like... Yeah, you're not allowed to really live, live there. Live near
1: there. So she couldn't find anything. But she was always thinking that it was someone on the street that, like, we lived on that was trying to get me to go to his house.
0: Oh. Because there was a God. creepy guy that kind of, like... Did you call the police? I don't know if she did. I could ask her later. I mean... It'd be hard to, like, there's not probably much you could do, but... Yeah, but what are the odds that you're on the same frequency, the same channel? And, like, what adult has a walkie-talkie that's just using it, you know? Yeah. Like, that's weird, kind of. Yeah, and also, like,
1: reminding everyone, it wasn't a teenager's voice, it was, like, an older man's voice. That is so So, like, if you're, like, serious. in your, like, 30s and or, like, 40s to 50s, fucking with a little girl like that, like, you have problems just on your own. But, yeah. like, the probability
0: of that being the case was just not. I remember I have, like, a... It, I was probably about that age, too, like, third grade. And I lived on a street where there was a ton of kids. So, we were always... I mean, the 90s were just such a time. Like, you know, it's like we were always outside. Like, in the 90s, you're playing around with your friends until dinner. Like, there's no iPads. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no cell phones. Like, you know, like, so it was that. <laughs> Bringing you back to the good old days. And my parents always really scared me about um, Stranger Danger 2. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my dad would, like, go in depth about gr- like, graphic things that a stranger would do to you. Yeah. And... It sounds weird. Like, when I told my mom that, she was like, what? He would tell you what? But I'm like, it really scared me. It really made me think, th- like, realize that, like, okay, there are bad people. Yeah. So I was scared. I was really aware. Yeah,
1: I'd probably do that to my kids, too, if same, I have some, Because yeah. when you're a child, you're just like, oh, they're just being paranoid mm-hmm. and, like, whatever. But, like, if you – I didn't understand the grasp of what someone would do if they took you.
0: Yeah. So, like, we were outside playing. And, like, again, it was always the same kids. We knew everyone on the street. It was, like, a cul-de-sac, so we knew everyone. And then we're outside sitting in my across-the-street neighbor's um, yard playing when this guy walks by with a dog, and, like, we had never seen that guy before, and it's, like, it's weird. Like, how do you just suddenly we see you walking? You know, like, I don't know, but that wasn't the weird part I get. Like, it was kind of weird because I was like, oh, who's this guy with a dog? And, um... I just instantly got this gut feeling, like something was wrong, and like I feel like I always trust that. Yeah. When it's really bad, and so we're sitting there, he stops and talks to all my friends. He has a dog, and there was two black girls that lived down the street, and one of them's name was Ryan with two ends. I always Ooh. loved. It. I know that was the first Ryan with two ends I've ever met, and I forget her younger sister's name. But anyway, I say that that because we were all petting the dogs, and he was like, "Yeah, he loves black girls." About the dog. And I remember that's when my gut dropped. Like, no one, that's, and I was like, what, like, second grade? I knew, that's weird. That's inappropriate. Like, that's, no. And I was like, oh, my God. But I was like, he's going to hurt my friends. But I was like, but I don't want to get kidnapped or anything. So I have to go. And I, he was saying really weird stuff like that. That's just so fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird. Like, what? And he also had, like, a weird, like, really stereotypical like trench coat looking thing like he really looked (laughs) scary yeah yeah yeah, no he really looked scary like dude and I remember just like something clicked and like almost like a voice in my head was like go home and I remember I was like I forgot I have to tell my mom something and I just ran home and I was only across the street and I walked in and I was like mom there's this guy out there I don't know who he is he's told us that his dog likes black girls. And like Ryan and her sister are out there. And my mom was like, what the hell? And she looked out and was like, yeah, who is that? Like, yeah. And so she was like scared. But then my mom's also like a five foot four. Like she was young then. Yeah. Like in her 20s. There's nothing she can do too. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like, oh my God. So the guy eventually walked off and my mom was like, I don't know what we do. Like, do we call? I mean, like technically he didn't do anything wrong. I guess we'll just kind of like Be vigilant, but she's like, I'm so glad you came inside. And then, about like a week later, there was a story about him kidnapping a little black girl. Oh my God. It was literally him. We didn't know his name or anything, but it looked like him. And like, I thought it looked like him. And my mom also, because she looked outside and saw his description. Yeah. She was like, Oh my God. And it was like four or five streets over. And he didn't even live in that area. He had lived like in the city, but at a different part of the city. And I was like, We knew we didn't see him. Like, where I lived, it's a big city. It's a suburb of Dallas. Yeah. But we always say it has like a small town feel because like it just kind of does. And we I don't know. So we know everyone like who was in that area. And yeah, he kidnapped. And I was like, oh, my God, did they get her? They back? got her back. Oh good. He, She didn't pass away. I don't know what his sentence was. But I remember like being obsessed with that when I was younger, like what happened to her? What happened to her? What happened to him? Like, yeah. And so, but yeah, I was always so scared. And I was just glad it wasn't my friends. But I just remember then being like, that's so weird to say that to a child. Yeah. Or to anyone. Like,
1: dogs don't know. Okay, yeah. I have a offside story about it. Not about someone kidnapping. But if your dog literally prefers another race over another, that's a problem with you. Because yeah. let me explain. I used to work at a pet resort. I was the manager. This guy comes in with his fucking purebred German Shepherd. And he is white, like, stip- typical, like, 40-year-old white man. But the the fact that you're telling someone that your dog prefers another race is crazy to me. So, yeah, this guy comes in to do a tour to book with the facility. He's white, 40s. He has a German Shepherd. And a lot of the people that worked in the resort were people of color. Mm. So um, I'm giving him his tour. I'm this white girl. So he's acting completely normal. It doesn't say anything about his dog liking particular races or anything like that Ooh. and then one of the girls that was a person of color walks by she was one of the receptionists um to go basically take a dog back he his demeanor changed oh. and he was like my dog doesn't like black people what and i said sir i don't but, understand because like i've worked with dogs dogs don't dogs just don't pata- if your dog doesn't like a person of color it's because you're projecting your feelings and your dog is feeling your
0: emotion yeah to or maybe like it's like about the person it's not their yeah. race yeah like, like, exactly. like for, i'm not a dog person like dogs probably smell whatever i have going on yeah but it's not because like no. of their race
1: yeah because like if i'm around and my dog sees that i don't like someone he they is know. gonna be yeah they pick up on yeah. that so it's not your dog it's fucking you exactly yeah they know that and, you feel in danger. and i literally told him i was shocked by him just saying that in general but yeah. I, I was like okay i'm not Fuck this guy. Yeah. I literally was just like, well, then this is not the place for you. Uh, yeah, honestly. And I think my resort, would, like, my boss would probably have been so mad at me for saying that because, like, they're like, customer service, the customer's always right. But in that case, like, fuck you. Like, you don't n- don't put your racism on your sweet dog. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry. He is innocent. But yeah, he was just like, after I told him, like, okay, well, this is not the place for you because we have lots of people of color that work here and we don't discriminate and if your dog discriminates, yeah, I, then he's I, obviously canceled. they can't stay with us. And I'm sorry, I don't know any KKK pet clubs over <laughs> here. <laughs> and he left. But oh I just God. was, like, appalled by that because, like, it's happened twice where someone has said
0: that. And I'm just like, wait, no, that is not a thing. I'm no. sorry. I've heard that a lot. People say that. And I just thought of something funny. Well, like, because you said KKK pet club. What if there was a place called like, the KKK9? <laughs> <laughs> With a K instead of a yes. C. <laughs> oh God. You know people are people are dumb. Like, I'm sorry. Go to the boom dogs in Oklahoma exactly. have if you want to go. I you're racist, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, and I
1: remember him. I remember him saying, "Well, I'm not racist." I'm like, "Sir, you I'm really? sorry, but you are." <laughs> like, like you're, and his dog didn't like that. Girl could have came and got a dog, and the dog would probably love on all over her. I think he was just. Yeah, dogs Shit can up.
0: sense, like, when something's I'm sorry. Wrong.
1: Get out of here with your fucking racist bullshit. Goddamn, Texas. Oh, God. No, I think it's a problem everywhere. Don't put it oh, on yeah. Texas.
0: Um, tell me a toxic tale from your past. Tell me a toxic tale. Drink. Drink. Oh, yeah. Drink. Everyone, drink when we say toxic. Um.
1: Yeah. So... I yesterday obviously we were looking through old messages between me and my ex-husband, and I forgot about how toxic this story is. So my ex was a hypochondriac. It was kind of like ridiculous amount how much he complained and thought he was dying all the time. <laughs> um, and I tried to be supportive, but like how can how can you be supportive to someone by all but also letting them know like you're po- probably have like mental issues and should seek that out like you probably don't have anything wrong with you, yeah, without being a bitch. Like it's very. Yeah, hard. That's a fine line. Yeah. So he always thought that he had like eye issues and like what he had problems with everything. The eyelid wipes. So yeah. That's what oh, hot. that's true. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um. So I found this text message between me and him after we got in this huge fight, and basically there was one morning where I had like a bunch of stuff on the sink and I heard a bunch of stuff just getting thrown around and I got up out of bed to see him cleaning his eyes. And thinking that in the moment he was mad, my stuff was on the counter. So I stood there while he was wiping his eyes and cleaning them on the sink. And he saw me um, to the left of him. And I wasn't even near him. So this is how crazy the story is. I wasn't even near him. But he went in to rinse his eye on the sink and bumped his cheek on the sink's faucet Mm -hmm. and got irate about it, (laughs) screaming at me. Basically telling me that I was hovering and what was I doing there? Why was I standing there? Why was I watching him? (laughs) Like going crazy ham on me. And I wasn't saying anything. Usually I would just like shut down in those instances. Like there's nothing you can say to a narcissist to like make the situation better. And so I was like, all I said to him was like, yeah, you're right. Like I shouldn't have been standing there. And he took it as a... I was basically... being sarcastic. Yes. Yeah. And so he ended up slamming the door on my face. Oh, my God. And I just left. And he sent me this long test me- text message while I was at work, basically going off on me, saying how... Oh, yeah. Is that the one you read? He, like, yeah. told the whole story again, like, as if he was yeah. there. He told the whole story again, basically to the point where I was hovering him. Why was I standing there? I shouldn't have been standing there. Why would I sarcastically say something? It was my fault that he hit me in the face with the door. Like, I shouldn't have stood there and act like what, like, fuck, my bad. Like, holy shit. Like, (laughs) I am so sorry. I thought you were upset. Like, I literally got, was trying to go in there because I thought he was mad. My stuff was on the sink, which is a typical thing of him to get mad about. And so I just wanted to fix the situation, fix the situation before it, like, got worse. And I, uh, fuck me, guys. I literally. The nerve
0: of you. Yeah.
1: Fuck me for just wanting to. I don't know, fix the situation, <laughs> yeah. but make it 20 times
0: worse. Oh he God. was always like that. He was very, like... It's like <laughs> anger issues or something. Like... Yeah. That's how um my narcissistic ex was. There was one time... So, he used to work with us, and we... um Him and I were at a bar, and, like, he was just a narcissist, so, like, nobody liked him. Like, right? Like, you didn't like him even before i had like said anything about yeah him. because i didn't know who he was
1: and i went to go to the elevators and there was no one around i do this a lot there's no one around if someone says hi to me i look behind me because like who's saying hi to me like oh <laughs> i know but he winked at me and i literally look behind like is he fucking winking at me <laughs> and i look over and there's no one behind me so i'm just like okay that's and i just decided instead of getting on the elevator
0: to <laughs> take the Yeah, he's creepy, and
1: he's That was
0: very, like, you don't know me, and you're just going to wink at me? I just feel like that was, like, socially just, like, unacceptable. No, he's weird. And later on, he told me he needs, he seeks validation in women. Well, I wasn't going to give him any. Good. Um, (laughs) But, so, like, everyone hated him at work because he was just creepy. He was rude, misogynistic, stuff like that. So, like, you know, when I would tell my close friends about our relationship, they, of course, hated him. But... He already had created a name for himself, like, on his own. It wasn't just me, like... I mean, we were at work, right? Like, I was doing my job. I wasn't, like, just spending all day slandering his name. Yeah. And so there was a girl that worked in our department who she had to work directly with him. So I made it a point to not tell her, you know, what was going on. Plus, I wasn't that close with her. And so she hated him like she was always hate like talking like shit about him and stuff and i was just like laughing because i was just like yes like (laughs) see she hated him just for being him him being him yeah he was just terrible to her and so it was a friday and you know i was in charge and i heard half of their conversation and i just because i know him really well we were in a relationship and i could and i knew her because she worked with me so I, based on her responses, just knew what type of shit he was giving her on the phone. And I was like, oh God, this is like, he's just being a dick. And so she, long story, like at the end of the day, just ended up crying. He was being terrible. And him and I were supposed to go on a date that night. So we're out at drinks and I brought it up. I was like, hey, like you made my person cry today. Like what, you know, that was just unacceptable. She was, she was giving you these answers because that's our policy, Blah, blah, blah. And I, like, did let him have it. And he was like, well, she was blah, blah, trying to defend himself. And I was just like, I'm just saying that from a professional standpoint, before we start drinking, I just wanted to let you know that like, that's, that's not, not okay. that's cool. yeah. not like, Yeah. It's not okay. You're not going to talk to anyone on my team that way. And blah, blah, blah. Because, like, I, like, yeah, it just... I don't care for dating. I don't care whatever. Like, you're not going to yeah. do that to my people. And this
1: person is, like, literally the sweetest person. She's, She's so stays, sweet. She stays late. She works on, like... And these people... That's why I left this place. These people treat you like absolute garbage. And this person took it, stood up for herself, but also did everything in her power to do a good job. And they
0: made commission on her hard fucking work. And so that's why it just made me so mad because, you know, yeah, I see her every day working hard. She's, you know, so that's why I I definitely made a point to, to bring that up to him while we're sober. First thing. After it happened, because we go from the office to our date. So I had just got done with her crying. And I was just like, you know what? He did send her an apology before. That was actually a really nice apology. But I did tell him, though, but your damage has been done. I just want to let you know that you're not going to do that anymore. Or I'm going to escalate it further. So that's that's kind of this mood that started our date. But then, you know, I was like, okay, that was business. Now let's just push it aside. Let's just drink away the week and do whatever. (laughs) And so we're having fun. We always had so much fun, like just bullshitting, drinking, whatever. Out of nowhere, like, we're laughing, like, hanging all over each other. We're like that annoying couple at the bar. We'd always be in this corner and, like, just, like, n- did not PDA pay attention to Yeah, PDA, did not pay attention to anyone else. Like, I would, like, share his bar stool at some points. <laughs> and so doing that. And then out of nowhere, he just gets, like, us, like, he snaps. Yeah, and, like, zero to 100. He, yeah, and he was just like, you've ruined my reputation. What? Yeah, and I was like, what? He starts getting rate at me and he's just like yelling at me and he's like shut the fuck up Sh- and he just keeps saying that yeah and like i am like i'm not yelling i'm shocked i'm like kind of sitting there stunned staring at him and i'm kind of like trying to see is he kidding or how like what's going on because yeah. we weren't talking about this that was like two hours ago and i was like what are you talking about and he's like shut up and he just like start just that keeps going back and forth and i was like okay i'm not trying Wait, to do at anything the bar? at the bar this is at our home people. bar yeah uh, in front of people this was at you know the bar I'm, I'm like trying to mouth the bar but she knows when we always go to and so i was like i'm not trying to start anything i'm just trying to figure out why you're mad at me what i did yeah and i'm like kind of tearing up at this point because he's already Aww, just been like so crazy fuck. to me and then he like is clutching his glass of beer and he's like i really don't want to fucking throw this beer right now and i was like then don't like what's going Wait, on Why? Yeah. I-, I know he literally said that and i was
1: like then don't like if you don't <laughs> okay i really don't want to fucking break this right now
0: but i need you to know that i don't want to but i'm probably going yeah to. and so i was like okay i mean i have an easy solution if you're into it like yeah don't. just don't <laughs> Okay. And so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm shaking at this point because I'm pissed that he's doing this. I'm pissed that he's like... And how embarrassing. You're in public with people and he's acting like this. Like, ugh. And he starts yelling at me to shut the fuck up. I'm stupid. You know, just that whole thing. And then some other guys hear about... They hear him and they're kind of looking because they probably thought it was weird too. Like, two seconds ago, we're like kissing and laughing and like... Then... They're like, hey, man. It, cause And they could see me. I'm literally sitting there just getting berated. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, why are you talking to her like that? What's the problem here? And then he just, he's shaking. He grabs the glass, throws it as hard as he can to the back of the bar. Oh, my
1: God. And it
0: shatters. And it's like a thick beer glass. Yeah. And I was just sitting there. And these guys are about to, like, fight him. Because they're like, what is going on? Yeah. And so he's yelling. He didn't get kicked out then. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to. So he goes to the bathroom, and I'm, I'm sorry, sitting I didn't there. Mean to. He
1: literally had a second thought about exactly.
0: doing it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, he told the bar because they, they didn't oh, kick him oh, out okay, that. He's okay. like, sorry, it fell or whatever. And so I'm just sitting there stunned, and these guys are looking at me, like, Aww. just like, oh, my God, like, what is she going to do? And so he goes to the bathroom. Everyone pretty much knew it wasn't an accident. They knew what was going on. Yeah. And so we had, like, a bartender that was our bartender. She knows us. Like, if not anymore but when I would go in there by myself they're like where's your boyfriend like they just knew and she comes up to me he's in the bathroom and she has our tab she tabbed us out and she was like girl leave she goes leave I'm gonna have his tab here you just need to go while he's in the bathroom and I was to myself I was like leave leave you have to leave so I get my purse and I'm and I'm about to leave the stool and he walks out of the bathroom and I'm like Ugh. fuck so I was like hey and then he's like what were you gonna leave and no. I was like, well, uh, I think yeah. So, yeah, I was like, I didn't do anything to ruin your reputation. I don't know why you're mad about that. You're being irate. This is crazy. Like the person who hates you hates you because of you. Everyone who hates you hates you because of you. So, yeah, everyone, you, you've made your own bed. So I was like, and that's all I'm going to say. And I wasn't yelling. I'm not trying to like, I'm not arguing like you're being crazy. And so he starts yelling at me and... The guys saw that we were leaving, and this guy pulls me aside, and oh, he was good. like, "Yeah, honestly, that's why I love this bar. Yeah, like, I, I was literally about to say to
1: people, like, if you see that happening in public, take action. Take action because, because that person saved needs me. to be validated oh, that yeah. she's not crazy in that moment,
0: especially from a man, because." Oh, girl, we're all girl power, you know, regardless. But, like, it it helps when a man is going off on you and then you look around and you see five other guys that are silent. You think, like, they're in – Yeah. you think it's, like, you know, silence is also, like, saying it's okay. So this guy pulls me aside and he was like, hey, I'm not being creepy, but do you need a ride home? And I was like – he was like, did you drive with – he probably thought I drove with him. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't, um, I was like, no, I, I drove separate. I'm just going home. We don't live together. And he was like, I'm so sorry that happened. He's like, I saw Aww. the whole thing. I don't know. He's like, I don't know what it's about, but that was not okay. Yeah. And I, in that moment was like, can I have your number? <laughs> like, I didn't say that, but I'm like, <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, I knew I wasn't crazy in that moment, but then <laughs> the story does not stop there. <laughs> so he instantly Cools down because he was walking out and he saw that guy stop me, but he just kept walking. Yeah. And so then I come trailing behind and he's like, you want to go to another bar? What? And I was like, what? And I was like, no, like, no. (laughs) And he's like, come on, come on, let's have fun. Let's go to another bar. And I was like, I'm no. no, like I'm freaked out by you. And so I'm in the car. He gets in my car. And he's like, "Oh wait, I need to go grab something from his car," and so like it was just so shady. And all of a sudden, I hear him like yelling outside, and I'm like, "I was like, girls, just drive off." But I looked in the seat, and his wallet was in my car, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I could have just thrown. I should have thrown it out and left. But he comes back in. Basically, he had started a imaginary fight with these like 18 year old kids. And was like yelling at them, trying to get them to fight. He claims that they were walking up to him in a way that was, and he was like in my car, like having like a breakdown. He's like, I could have, I could have killed them. They don't even know what they just almost walked into. Like, and, and then like he was, and I'm scared already at what he just did at the bar. And he's telling me like that these and these kids were not trying to fight. They like were walking to the truck, and he's still like yelling at them, and they were probably scared. And he just stops turns to me he puts his hand on my thigh and he goes Ryan I'm a very violent person oh and I was like oh my god and then I started thinking back he was always so obsessed with like these doing like these like karate moves like he would always grab my hands and put me in like these like locks as just like being funny like it was like flirty at the bar but he would always tell me like how he could break my arm Wait, if he what had the to. Fuck? Yeah, he was obsessed with it. And I was always like, "Stop doing these weird fighting moves." Like, and he's like, but "I just want you to know like if you did this, I could break your arm right Ew. there." And I was at first I was like, this is just kind of weird whatever. But when Beta. he said that, yeah, <laughs> I, oh yeah, for sure. And when he said that he's a violent person, all that came rushing towards me and I was like, "He's going to hurt me yeah. someday." Like, I'm glad you got out. I am too.
1: That's like that's the scary thing is like They go from zero to one hundred
0: so fucking fast. You don't
1: know when it's (laughs) they have no idea. It's like
0: something different in their eyes. Oh. He was not the same person. He was like glassed over or glazed over, I don't know what it's called, but he was not the same person. Yeah, it's like their
1: eyes turn completely black. Like almost demonic. Yeah. It's
0: It's not it's it's so weird. And yeah, I was so scared that night. I mean, God. Fuck I'm sorry. Yeah, my ex used to do things in public,
1: and I, I remember there was a point where we were fighting because he was like, you never want to go out and do things with me, like go to the grocery store or, like, go get food or whatever. Mm. But it was because he would get crazy in public in front of people, and I was embarrassed. Yeah, I'm not treating my ass beating Kroger. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That's, like, the
1: biggest thing is, like, I never... Like, I put on my story some of his text messages to me. I've never shown anyone any of that. Like, when I was in that relationship, I never talked about it. It was happy-go-lucky. He loves me. Yeah. And, like, no one could know. But if, you know, people at that Walmart, I'm telling you, when he would fight me, they knew <laughs> <laughs> what was going on. And, um, yeah, they
0: go from zero to 100 so fucking fast. I think, like, I think that's, too, why I love that bar, and I'm always saying we should go there because... The next time I went, like, it's just the spot. And I went after that happened. Like, I, I go there a lot and with mostly with him. But I would go like if I am ever just wanting to drink by myself sometimes, like because I was really going through it. I don't really do that anymore. But like, you know, yeah. going through it. So I'd go and have a couple of drinks by myself. And I'd always go there because it's safe. It's close, whatever. And I came there. It was my first time going there after that incident. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. And one of the guy bartenders that's always there, the one that pours super strong drinks, um, I'm sitting there and he comes by and he just slides me a tequila sunrise. And that's always what I was drinking. Yeah. And he was like, it's on me. And I was like, thanks. And then it was funny because he was like, wait, hold on. He turns around and gets some more Patron and just pops it <laughs> off. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, that guy's a dick. And he's like, I'm glad you're alone. Like, I'm glad you're not with him. And yeah. Was like, me too. <laughs> but I ended up going back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm not with him anymore.
1: But I think that, like, you being so open and honest with your friends and having people validate like, what was happening to you probably helped you get out of it a lot. It helped it a lot. It a lot. Oh, like, yeah. I wish I said something to someone. I think that would have helped me.
0: I think that's definitely important to get other viewpoints on, like, what's happening. That, yeah. You go- you're
1: going crazy. Exactly. You're literally going
0: insane and thinking that
1: you actually did something wrong and yeah. that was your fault.
0: Yeah. I mean, I remember sitting there when he was going off and I remember thinking, like, in my head, like, trying to wrap my brain around, like, what could I like I had to have done something had to have set him off like yeah I was like what did I do what did I say like what and it's like no nothing and nothing Nothing. I did he they just snap yeah I was like wow <laughs> <laughs> what just happened cool yeah yeah
1: that's the like you can't prepare yourself for that
0: I remember telling him later I was like I think it was on like Monday or something I was like hey you really scared me on Friday and he's like how <laughs>
1: um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <What> the... <laughs> wait that's so funny okay so I have the fact that he just like wanted to go to a bar like right after like yeah. nothing even happened. he literally
0: turned back into himself and was like you want to go to Gahood and like, I'm like no, no I want you like in jail like I don't want anything to do with you wait I've
1: i I don't know if I screenshotted this I'm so upset if I didn't <sighs> I'm sorry, hold on, Chris, cut this. Ooh. Chris.
0: Chris.
1: Snapchat, I didn't like screenshot it. But when I was looking through my messages yesterday, there's literally one where he's like fighting me. I'm at my brother's like hanging out and like he like to hang out with me and my brother. And he's like fighting me through messages, like after like hitting me, calling me a cunt, all that fun stuff. He's literally like, can you please stop being mad so I can go over to Ryan's? And I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait I'm sorry, wait, what? Like, what the fuck? Not you, you weren't yeah. there for that time. But well, no, I was like, telling them, I was like, her brother Ryan. Dude, if you ever met him, you would have
0: went off on him. Oh, for sure. Because he was just such a... Because I don't hold back. Like, when it's my friends, like, you know how, yeah. like, when you're not in this situation, it's easy to go off on someone, but, like, it's harder to take your own advice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The worst part been... is, like,
1: when I left him, like, for real, like, it was, like, done, done. Um... My brothers, like my brother's girlfriends, and my brother, other uh, brother's wife, and stuff. They literally are like, "Yeah, he was an asshole." I'm like, why wouldn't you? I mean, I understand, like, you don't want to get involved, but like, you should have fucking told me, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. This is your fault. Actually, kidding. he did set me up with him. So,
0: <gasps> wow,
1: they're literally going off, and the next minute, like, nothing fucking happened.
0: Yeah, like a normal person can't just go from A to no. Z. <laughs> And for me, there has to be a trigger. Like, I get, when I get super mad, I either go like ghetto or country. And that's how you know I'm from Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but there's a trigger. DFW in specific. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. DFW in particular. Like, I can't help it. I don't know what it is. My dad's from Oak Cliff. It comes out. And, but there's, it's, I never just go off on someone. Like, it's always like, it's usually. You talk about my family, you hurt, like, if if you fuck with someone who I'm with or with me, like, I'm probably getting, like, this ghetto country mix, and, <laughs> but I don't just snap, and then, and then after I want to cool down, I'm not like, y'all want to go to the neighborhood? Like, <laughs> I don't think there's any, been a
1: point where I've gotten, like, extremely mad or extremely sad, and then me- moments later, just be like, all right, let's do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I know. I'm sorry. It's, Yeah.
0: It's, that's wild. That'd
1: be like me being like Ryan, you're a stupid bitch. Do you want to do a podcast today? <laughs> like, it's weird because you said that this morning. I'm just I thought kidding. you. Was, oh, <laughs> fuck, I was like, goddamn, I can't remember if I the actually The way did. she really thought she did. <laughs> you're gaslighting me. Please stop. <laughs> oh my god, Wait, I mean, that is fucking funny. So this is a little spooky. A little, a little spooky. I'm feeling a little personal. I've only told. Two people about this, so you will be the oh. third person to hear, hear it, and then everyone else. The <laughs> yeah, house. I and then y'all are there. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, my ex was really into going to music festivals, and that was kind of his thing. So, like, I would pay for them because he didn't work. And they're like, you know, <laughs> oh, music cool. festivals are really expensive, like raves or what? No, like, um, Warp Tour or what? Like, uh, this one was in Gainesville, so it was Gainesville's music festival, mm-hmm. um, which I can't remember what it's called. What um, kind of music? Um, do you know, uh, Against Me? mm Oh. Punk. I guess, I would, I would, I'll just say it. punk. Yeah. Um, punk type music. So, um... And back in the day, as you know, I was in the music scene. Like, that used to be, like, my thing. Now Mm. it's really not. Like, going to festivals are fun every once in a while if you have a lot of bands that you like that are going. Yeah. But if there's, like, two or three bands, like, what's the point? Yeah. And my ex was kind of, like, OCD about music, just about anything in general. So, like, he was, like, one of those people that I have to see every single band. Oh, God. Like, pay attention every minute. I remember him taking me to a 311 concert and I was playing Candy Crush because, like, it used to calm my anxiety when I'd be, like, really stressed out. Just, like mindlessly doing something on my phone and he got so mad at me that i wasn't paying attention to the 311 concert <laughs> oh I, so like i just didn't like going as much as yeah. i used to and you Especially know you at a festival you're like rushing to stage b yeah. rushing to the other stage yeah like. and when you are like working 14 hours all the time and then your days off are getting constantly working like you, you just have no downtime and so just doing anything in general it was just a lot for me to handle mm-hmm. and then being berated by someone when yeah, you're home takes it's a little a, bit of a toll yeah you know you're depressed um but we decided to go to this music festival and my um assistant manager at that time was watching my dogs i kind of briefly touched on this i think in episode one but um so we're at this festival i'm just out of it just because i've been working i just opened a new resort so i'm just like Really stressed out. He's stressed out because of the moving. So he's just, like, not fun to be ar- – he's not fun to be around anymore. Like, it's just not good times. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not into it. But I get a call during one of the bands that um, my dog just took a medication that she wasn't supposed to, and they're rushing her to the ER. Because yeah. oh. she's, like, a very tiny chihuahua. So, like, any kind of, like, medication to her is, like <laughs> – fucking overload yeah so I'm crying like I love this dog like I'm crying I'm like okay I'm coming home like because it where it was in Gainesville was like two hours away from me so like I could have gotten there and we took my car to the festival and we were staying in a hotel so I remember him listening to the band when I walked away to take the phone call coming back to him and being like we have to go Scully's in trouble she just took this medication and he literally looks at me and he's like so the person that watched your pet's fucked up they can take them to the er and take care of it i'm like okay well one, she's watching the dogs like i don't want her to pay for an er bill er bills are like 600 yeah. fucking dollars they're expensive it's expensive and of course she's saying on the phone that she's gonna take care of it but like don't come home I'm, i'll take care of it don't worry i just won't let you know what's going on but you know me as like a dog mom i'm just like yeah. i want to be there for my I would pet. Be, yeah. like that scary and um the medication that she took like could kill her and um he is pissed that I want to leave. Like, he like he cares more about this festival than, like, what I'm feeling in this moment of, yeah. like, worry and pain and fear. So I am like, give me the keys. I'm going home. Like, you can stay here. Like And I wasn't even mean about it. I was just like, like, and I should have been mad at him for mm. not wanting to support me in this instance. But, like, I'm just like, just give me the keys. Let me go. And um, I remember me getting the keys from him going to the car getting into the car and here he comes like walking up and he starts kicking the door
0: your the door car. Or like
1: mm-hmm. oh and screaming at me through the door and i'm just like wait like he's like you're gonna leave me here you're gonna leave me here with no car and just go two hours away because someone fucked up like you're just that selfish that you didn't think i've been planning this trip for so long i've been waiting to go he planned it for like six months. It wasn't even a big deal. <laughs> it wasn't even like the greatest bands in the world either either. Like play, people that tour all the time, like you could go see them fucking yeah. time before COVID, you know, like it wasn't a yeah. big deal. And I'm just like, I have to like, I'm bawling. Like, I want to go see my dog. I want to go take care of my dog. I want to be there for her in the moment. I'm worried. I'm anxious. And he's beating up my car, telling me I can't leave without him. That I need to stay because how is he gonna get back to the hotel without a car? I'm like, I don't know, fucking Uber with yeah. your broke ass. I don't fucking know, but in yeah. this moment. And I'm looking at him like, I don't care what you need to do to stay at this concert, but I'm I'm leaving. Like I'm leaving. And he is just like losing it. And um he decides to get into the car and go with me. <laughs> oh so and like calms down. So back to zero in mm-hmm. the car. And then we get to the hotel, we're packing up our stuff and it's back to 100 again. He's fighting me, he's pushing me, he's throwing the remote of the hotel. Like, don't break the hotel shit. Like, you're about to get, I'm gonna get time
0: yeah, to pay for it. Yeah, he's not gonna pay like,
1: for it. Um, and I'm just, like, how selfish, how shitty of me, what a stupid bitch I am. I'm such a fucking cut. It's just one thing he was looking forward to and I'm ruining it and I'm ruining his life. Oh, God. And I'm just like, I'm, like, stay here. Like, just stay. I don't care. Like, I'm gonna go. Like, you know, I'm trying to in the moment, like, I shouldn't have been supportive of his fucking festival. Like, yeah. I not like, fuck. And he's, like, no, I'm driving us home. We're going. We're going. We're going home Um, because of your stupid shit. And I, I'm never going to forgive you for this. Okay. And he, now he's crying about it. Oh, he's crying God. that he can't go to the festival. And we get into the car. And I'm not saying anything anymore. Like, I'm getting to go see my dog. Like, I'm not going to fight him anymore on it. Like, even though it's really shitty of him being yeah. this way, like, it's not worth it in the moment to get my point across of why he's being crappy. So I'm just being quiet because, like, I just didn't want it to get any worse. And he is, like, crying in the car, driving it as fast as fucking possible on... In Gainesville, like, it's like... There's, like, barely any lights on the highway. And it's, like, a two-way street. And, oh, is it at night? hmm Oh. So this is at nighttime. So you can barely see He's driving as fu- fucking fast as possible. And he literally says like, I'm going to fucking kill us both because you wouldn't let me go to this festival.
0: What? And but start- he got like a whole day of the festival. <laughs> yeah, he, night. Had,
1: he had two days of the whole festival. What? We just missed. We we're going to miss one day. Oh, my God. Of a band that he's seen seven fucking times, Ryan. <laughs> seven fucking times. My life and his life is worth killing over this band that he has seen seven fucking times. <laughs> And he starts trying to go off of the road and to like into like one of those like a uh, um, ditch or whatever. Um, yeah. So they have a ditch, and then by the ditch there's like um a railway. Oh yeah. And so he starts going straight towards that. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill us. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like I'm okay. Here I go. I'm going to oh, die. Oh my god. And just at the last minute, turns the car and stops, and then just keeps going straight, and just like keeps driving. Or like then didn't say anything about it the rest of the night. What? Oh my God, so, so like, like I'm like in, and this is a two hour drive. This is like in the beginning of the drive. So like the rest of the car, like I'm just crying and like trying not, like, trying not to piss him off because like this guy's gonna fucking kill me. Yeah. Like he is going to kill me over this. And
0: I, that's it. Oh. <laughs> What was he like when y'all finally got home? So
1: we got back and he was like, I don't want to see her, the girl that took care of our dogs while we're gone. And she feels terrible. Like, I would feel terrible, too. I worked in the dog industry. Like, you make one little mistake and and it's so easy to make those mistakes. Yeah. Because dogs are unpredictable. You can't control a dog 100%. Like, they're going to do shit. And she's crying about what just happened. She has my dog and Scully's eyes are, like, dilated. Basically, she took um anti-depression meds for a 80 pound dog
0: to a two pound
1: dog and um they made her throw up a little bit of it but some of it was still going through her system so she looked like she was on ecstasy like her eyes were so big she was like tripping balls and um she even like fell asleep with me i I didn't even get to sleep in the bed because he was so fucking mad at me i had to sleep on the couch and i think that's when i started (laughs) sleeping on the couch for the rest of the relationship and she ended up like pissing on me while sleeping Aww. on me because she couldn't, she just didn't know what was going on yeah. and like incognite about it. And, um, yeah, he acted like he didn't even do that the next day Oh, and then God. pretending to care about her. But then, you know, weeks after like that was a constant fight. Like you ruined that for me. You ruined this. You ruined everything in my life. Over a fucking band. I'm sorry. I'm going to reiterate. He has seen it seven <laughs> fucking times.
0: What was the band? Can we, like show? Against them out? me. Oh, okay. Yeah, which, I don't even fucking know that band.
1: It's just great band. Like they're good, but like come on. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Like I, I, what <laughs> no what what else what other reaction was i supposed to fucking have in that moment and was it worth like killing us over like it was literally <laughs> <Yeah>. like What? <laughs> i'm sorry yeah, that's ridiculous. and you know the funny thing about it is like i got my dog scully the one that took the medication before our relationship started But when we got into the relationship, she was a little bit younger. And I remember when we were going through, like, the divorce process, he was talking about how he was going to take custody of her. And I was like, okay, well, one, do you remember what happened in that story where you didn't give a fuck what was happening to her? And two, you haven't paid a dime on any of their medical bills, food, any of their care. And you're just going to, you think that you own her? Like, I'm sorry.
0: He just did that to get to you. Yeah. Yeah. He was fucking... Crazy. I had an ex that would always try and steal my dog too. Yeah, I and I know because like what
1: you know, I feel so bad for the girl he's with now too. Oh, <laughs> because I know she's probably gonna go to the festivals with him and something's gonna happen and she's <laughs> oh gonna God. have to go home. If, it's gonna be a whole. If thing. we ever
0: see like against me in a festival, yeah. should we contact her and yeah. just be like, girl, like, <laughs> yeah, I worry about it too because it's like he was very abusive
1: to the animals, especially the cat Pinky. He didn't even deserve it. <gasps> And I always feel bad as, like, a pet owner. Like, I stayed in it. if you
0: fuck with a cat, I'm fucking with you. Yeah.
1: Like, just terrible. And uh, I hope she doesn't have any animals. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. But, you know, fuck, man. Like, you... I don't know. I was so crazy for being back then thinking, like, there was something that I was doing that deserved any of that. Yeah. Well... That's what manipulators do. They make you think that you do deserve that. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I've tried to commit suicide before, but it's never (laughs) me wanting to drive off a fucking car. Like, if you're going to kill yourself, at least do it the, like, easy way out. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah, at least take 100 Yeah, at least, like,
1: like poison me to death or something, and I just (laughs) fall asleep into it. Like, at least... If you care about me a little bit, at least let me die peacefully. Exactly. But, like, could you imagine if I got a car wreck and the reason he wanted to kill me was in the car with, like, probably, like, a pole impaled into my, like,
0: abdomen, slowly dying? Fuck you. Yeah.
1: Fuck you. If you're going to be a narcissist and kill a woman, at least do it... Fuck you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I do want to say, disclaimer, I don't think any way of killing yourself is necessarily easier no. peacefully um in a comedic presence yeah though. but i just you know we don't want to <laughs> coming from someone who did take 100 wellbutrens it wasn't wasn't the best experience but i'm here <laughs> but... did you have a pull in your stomach no okay well a little better <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> well, Butrin, Yes. fuck yeah <laughs> girl oh, i had like seizures it was
1: crazy dude that shit is like oh yeah I just got the goosebumps for you. Yeah, it was wild. Just one will be really makes you go. Yeah, I took like a hundred. Oh,
0: fuck, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I had my 90-day supply. Jesus. I was out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not going back. No, apparently I flatlined like three times on the table. Dude. Yeah. The doctor, at one point, because I always laugh about things, and they were like, everyone out of the room, like, you know, all the nurse staff, all the other staff, and after I had woken up, and they were like, um this isn't funny. Like, we've all been trying to save you um, for a long time. (laughs) You've been in, like, a coma. You flatlined three times on the table. Like, and I was like, dude, I wasn't laughing. First of all, I didn't know all of that. Second of all, (laughs) I just laugh when I'm nervous. Like, holy shit. But, yeah. (laughs) Let me laugh when I'm sad. Yeah, I know. I was like, I I can't stop. This is, this is me. this this is, is (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know exactly what
1: you mean because I do it all the time that (coughs) that's so funny because uh, I have social anxiety and I usually bring it up as like a a joke like if someone's like oh you didn't do this I'm like (laughs) I have social anxiety so like you probably (laughs) I went to that thing with the workplace I'm with now all lovely people I love it but (laughs) I go out to a thing an event with them And one of the girls is like, oh, my gosh, I didn't introduce myself to you. How rude of me. And I was like, oh, no worries. Like, I should have introduced to yourself like, introduce myself to you, but I have social anxiety. And one girl's like, oh, my gosh, you have social anxiety? I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, my fucking God. I meant it as a joke. And now I just made this, like, weird.
0: Oh, God. Now, now I have more anxiety. Because I, just fucking... <laughs> I was trying to lighten my anxiety mood and just try to make a joke. but and now like, I'm fuck. full-blown panic. <laughs>
1: Worrying about it because I thought I got a cocktail, but really I ordered a mocktail oh, at that that's
0: thing that's <laughs> the funniest thing.
1: But, yeah. Oh, God. Moral of the story is... um. Don't let someone watch your dog and let your narcissistic ex go to a music festival that he's seen the band seven times to. Because he might kill you if he misses the eighth time.
0: I'll remember that. I'll, <laughs> I'll make note of that. <laughs> um, Write it down. I will. I think my spooky-ish story involves someone trying to kill me. Well, I don't know what their motive was. But it wasn't a relationship. But. <laughs> just like <laughs> I just keep, like, adding. I'm like, um, So, one time. I went to this nail salon. My friend was like, "I got us a group on <laughs> first red flag." Cuz I mean, oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got us I know. A <laughs> yeah, we all girl, girl girls, y'all freaking know. <laughs> so, um she got us a group on for nails. Let's go. Whatever. So, we go to the salon. We're there. Um she's Muslim. She's wearing a scarf. That's just relevant later on. So, <laughs> we're getting our nails done, and first of all, it's like, and I'm not, like, profiling or anything, but, well, I guess I was. There was a white guy, like, young guy, kind of looked like one of my brothers, like, white guy doing nails. And so I was like, oh, that's just kind of funny. You know, you don't really usually see yeah. that. Whatever. um, Don't care. And so a girl's doing my nails. I think the guy was doing, yeah, the guy was doing her nails. And... The whole vibes in the salon started getting weird. Like there was one lady getting a pedicure and she starts arguing with the lady and like she leaves and she said she'll be back like in the middle of her pedicure. Wait, what? Yeah, like it, it just everyone was weird. That's not a process that you can start and then come yeah, back. Yeah, to- <laughs> it was it was weird. So I was like, okay. And they're kind of having a tiff. And then this guy, I actually have video. I, I might um, post the video Wait, on our Instagram. It's like, um, it's long video footage because, so I had, I started recording like with my phone, just kind of like face down, just recording to get the audio. Yeah. Because the guy nail tech and the girl nail tech is doing my nails. Apparently they're like some Bonnie and Clyde weird relationship thing. Like <laughs> they were, te- they were like. I don't know, and I'm not making light of schizophrenia or anything, but it sounded to me like there was some type of, like, maybe mental illness going on, because, like, the things that they were telling us, all these, like, wild conspiracy theories about their salon, and someone's coming to get them, someone's after them, and, like... It was crazy. Like, my friend and I at first were joking. Like, we were kind of laughing at it. Like, we're like, oh, my God. Like, looking at each other. Like And that's why I started videoing it. I was like, there's no fucking way, like... This is happening, yeah? like, we're getting all this, like, random, like, QAnon tea out of this (laughs) nail salon in Plano from Groupon. So, I'm just like, we're like, what is going on? They're taking forever on our nails. Just talking about the weirdest stuff. There's, um... Are they talking to each other, but but like including um, y'all into the yeah, conversation. Yeah, like they're tell okay. they're really kind of spilling the tea to us and yeah. we didn't ask for it. And they're like <laughs> they're like, yeah, and we know how to find someone and this bitch married this other guy and guess she's trying to take this salon. Like we're just like, what? We don't care. We don't we're here to hang out. People listening like- to the podcast. <laughs> literally they're like there's fucking QAnon weird ass podcasts, and we're like and then he killed me but <laughs> and i rose back from the grave don't know how that yeah, happened he saw the band seven times i don't get it but no so we're just like we came to hang out and have a relaxing date we're not fucking here for your weird shit so it it started to become less of a joke because then so for uh, another side note all the tvs in the salon were playing this like creepy like horror movie that was very like gory and graphic like i'm Wait, not really I thought... what that's what? so weird yeah no it was usually like hgtv or something. yeah <laughs> like... some country music videos some yeah. like what like some like like soundscapes or something yeah so i was just like this is weird like you know whatever and um it was all fun and games you know when they were just we were just like whatever another weird situation, but then they start being very hateful about, um, gay people. I remember, yeah, they started going off about gay people. And my friend has, her brother is gay. And she was like, Hey, this is where I don't think it's cool. Please just stop talking about gay people. Yeah. That's all she said. Please stop. Customer service. Exactly. And they start defending it and just going off about it. And they're still doing our nails like, dude, can you just not? And they're this going off about black people, about gay people, what about the fuck? yeah. And so we were like, okay, we're not cool with this. No anymore. wonder they were giving out group. Yeah, I know, cause they couldn't get anyone to come in. And so, so okay, this is rambling on. That, that was just weird. They were doing all that shit. Um, at the end, we're paying, and the guy, um, I hear him talking, and he called my friend a terrorist <gasps> to another customer. And she remembers wearing a headscarf. She's Muslim. And I was just that is just because I was already fed up. Yeah, I'm already I would have lost pissed. My shit. And I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Talk about homosexual people, talk about people of color, talk, calling my friend a terrorist after she just paid you for your services and we were nothing but nice. Like y- just basically going off and just yeah. saying like stop talking about people you're disgusting. I'm never coming back here. We're paying and we're leaving and like quick question, that's it. is this the KKK Nail Club? <laughs> it should be <laughs> i don't know if they're even still in business anymore um let's go drive by there i, I want to but but <laughs> what was weird so that happens and we kind of laugh about it throughout the week we're just like fuck that was crazy and so about a week later she put her card info they asked when she made the appointment they asked for her credit card number and stuff which is weird because she said like i'm paying with a on. so On Groupon, you pay Groupon, and then then they just get the voucher number, so they don't ever get your card. You never swipe your card, but she's kind of ditzy and wasn't thinking about it, and so she gave it to him. I guess they had her. I guess they asked for her address and her phone number too, and she just like (laughs) gave it out. I think you have to give it when you're like putting your credit card down, because like, well, sometimes. But usually, you you pay on the Groupon app though. Not to yeah, the nail salon. Yeah, that's weird that she had to put that yeah, in. Yeah, they asked her. Like, when she was like, hey, I have a Groupon. Make an appointment. They're like, what's your card number? And she's like, well, I have a Groupon. And they're like, we still need your card number. So it was maybe like... Maybe so they can't walk can't... out with services? I don't know. I don't know. Well, usually... I mean, even if you walk out, you've already paid. And Groupon yeah, Groupon. Was, on. Groupon. So, so like that's the whole better. part yeah. about Groupon is it's secure. So that was just kind of weird. And so weird stuff was happening to her um, that whole week. And we kind of maybe think it was, like, tied to that guy because... so. Oh, gosh, I'm like, how do I even, because it's so much weird, so many weird things happened That night, the week later, we go out to a hookah place, do our thing. We're not really thinking about the nail people anymore. Okay. It was a week ago. And we're leaving the hookah bar to go home. To I'm dropping her off. It's probably like 1 a.m., 1 or 2 a.m. And dropping her off at her place. She lives in like an apartment where there's like a gate and like... She could have let me in the gate and I could have driven her to her unit, which I asked to do. I was like, let me, you know, let it, let me in and I'll drop you off at your door. She's like, no, no, it's fine. Just drop me off here and I'll walk. It's not really that far from the gate, but it's late and it's dark. So I was like, I don't know, girl, like, let me just, you know, we live in Dallas. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, (laughs) why not? And so we're sitting there and thank God that. So with new cars, this is a huge issue for me. When you put your car in park. All of the doors unlock automatically. And I hate that. I've tried to bypass it. You can't. So thank God I just had my car in drive and I just had my foot on the brake Mm -hmm. and I was going to let her out. But we're like, you know, all right, see you later. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you sure you don't want me to take you? And I think that's why I had it in drive still. Because I was like, just let me in. So you know, like when you're in a car and like and you're in a parking lot and someone like walks by and you kind of catch it from the side of your eye yeah. and they're walking to their car and you're like, oh fuck, that scared me. Yeah. That's what I saw. And I was telling her that. I was like, oh fuck. I was like, that person just scared me, but I couldn't even finish because she starts screaming bloody murder. She's in my passenger seat. Yeah. And she's like, he's trying to get in. He's trying to get in. And I'm like, what? So I look, this guy, it's okay, let me not spoil alert. This guy is like trying to get in, he's pulling like the back door and her passenger what the door, fuck? going crazy, beating on the doors. And so I, on a flight... Or, and I'm just like, thank God. If I was in park, he would have gotten in, and who knows what he would have done. Yeah, because the fucking doors would have unlocked. Now I'm very, very vigilant. Even if I'm like, I mean, I park, I instantly lock them. Even yeah. if I'm at home. Um, so I fight or flight. I put it in reverse, and I see him in my backup camera. I didn't want to say anything to her yet, and. I peel out of there. I'm so... Like, my adrenaline yeah. is so hyped. I, well, she calls 911. It was the nail tech guy. What? It was the na- the guy from that place. And we call. And after everything calms down, like, we call the cops. They said, you know, go back there. I'm like, I'm not going back there. Like, I what? am no. freaked out. Yeah. But they're like, the officer will meet you there. So I was like, I'm driving around and I'm going to keep driving by and until I see a police officer there, I'm not stopping. Yeah. Be- and the number one, lady did try to get attitude and I'm like, ma'am, do you want to come here then? Yeah. And get kidnapped? Because I'm just wondering. Because <laughs> yeah. do you want to come here and get kidnapped? Because I don't. But if you do, I'll give you the address. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not fucking going there. I was like, no. Yeah, no. no. Absolutely not. I will buy you a Groupon and you can do this your own self. Yeah. And so <laughs> we get there and we the officer's there and me and my friend look at each other and she's like, did you, did you know? T-? And I was like, it was, and like, we had one of those things. She was yeah. like, it was fucking Ty from the nail salon. Oh my God. We give them the um, explanation, told them like what happened and they were like, wait, what? And we're like, I swear to God, it's him. So they start an open investigation because... Weird stuff kept happening to her, too. They had her address, not mine. Yeah. I was a little bit selfishly like, yeah, they don't know where I live. Yeah. But weird stuff would happen. And, like, at one point, she swears that he was in her apartment because <gasps> there were things. She has a son, which is also scary. She's yeah. a single mom with a four-year-old son at the time living alone. And there were things that um of her sons that were, like, customized. Like, there was – it was his. Like, you yeah. could tell. And they would just be left around the apartment complex, like at the playground, and it would be like a what? hoodie. Yeah, like a hoodie of his was left in the middle of summer. What and the she was fuck? like, Why is this hoodie here? And there was weird things and she was like, I know, someone's coming into my apartment. And so she ended up moving. But Good. like we had a friend who worked for the Dallas Police Department. I know they're not supposed to do this, but I'm not saying who. I don't even know the name. It's one of her friends. They looked up his record. This guy, the nail salon guy, had, like, a, such a rap sheet for, like, violence against women, rape, <gasps> kidnapping, domestic violence, all this stuff. And, like, I just think if he got in the car, what was he about to do? Yeah. Like, oh, that was the scariest thing. And that, I had such an adrenaline rush that night that the next day I was, like, throwing up all day from, like, the... Yeah, like, just like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so Scary, like what I can't. Fuck? Yeah, fucking nail guy. Like, holy shit, key yeah. on. <laughs> that to me is like
1: to go to someone's place uninvited and to just that that really ruins like your security. Like you're supposed to go home and feel safe.
0: Yeah, and your that's, sanctuary. Fuck. Yeah, and fuck like that. It's it was so scary, and I just think if anything happened a little different, if my doors were unlocked, if. I walked her to her apartment, if I let her get out. Yeah. And what, like, so many things could Could have have happened. And they, the apartments pulled the security footage because we, you know, the cops were able to talk to them the next day and ask for the footage. The guy was waiting there for, like, two hours in the bushes because he came out of nowhere. Like, we were kind of replaying it once we had calmed down and we're like, see, where did he come from? Because, like, we were sitting there for a few minutes and, oh, my God, like, I, that, oh, my God, that's so scary. Like, I can't, that, yeah. So, spooky season. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Yeah. And it didn't calm down. Like, there was some weird stuff that happened afterwards. Like, so weird that I kind of, like, was like, Dad, I might need you and your right-wing biker friends to, to keep a lookout yeah. here. <laughs> like, Ugh. we were, yeah. I hate that. And uh, uh, Did he get arrested? No, they never found him. They couldn't. They really. couldn't prove it. Mm-mm. And he didn't do anything. So that's what sucks kind of about some Wait, of the that... laws. It's mm-hmm. like, like, for instance, if you would like, if you m- murdered like you try to murder someone and b- they're so strong that. You shot them in the head nine times, but they still survived. You still get charged with attempted murder. And it carries like (gasps) a fifth of the. Mm. And it's like, because I was strong enough, because I was smart enough and I didn't get captured or caught. Not saying that those who do aren't, but it's like you get less of a punishment. Like you were intending to do something very bad. And you, so yeah. I feel like the
1: domestic violence laws, just all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. is really and stalking needs to be a change to that
0: stalking. Oh my stalking god, stalking is so hard. You can't do anything. Yeah. You can stalk someone legally, openly, openly, and until you touch them or hurt them or kill them, you don't get any consequences. Yeah, I have a, I kind of have a story about that. Oh, when me
1: and my ex husband were going through our divorce. Um, I already sent our papers in and Texas law is like, you have to file and be filed for 60 days. Um, and so I had already done that process. And, um, so at that time I was on his health insurance and I had one of his hoodies. And if he's listening, I still have it and I'm going to burn it. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> we should. But so he, let's burn it. he was blocked from my phone. I haven't talked to him in months. It's been months, um. You know, I was going through the process just without, like, letting him know what's going on. Letting mm-hmm. my dad kind of take a handle and talking to him. Because I wanted, like, no contact with him at all. Um, because I think pri- previously he had reached out and was talking shit to me again. It was just, like, crazy. Yeah. And so I was, like, I just let my dad be the person involved. Like, my dad talks to him. My dad, he if he has something in mind, my, he gets it to my dad. Whatever. So, um, this is when me and Chris are talking. Actually, Chris is about to come to town like a week before. And so we are on Discord. Hey. Um, <laughs> Irish guy talk shit on that. Oh, and um, <laughs> we're on Discord and um, we're just like hanging out, playing a game and have my video on. And I start hearing my dogs barking and I'm like, oh, fuck, what, like, what's going on? Like, And I realize like someone's ringing the door over and over and over again. And like I, something in me was just like, who, one, who's going to ring your doorbell over and over and yeah. over again like that? Like, my something in my stomach just dropped. Like, I was freaking. And so I tell Chris, like, hey, I think someone's here. Um, Just give me a second. And so I get off camera with Chris, and I go out, and I look through the people, and my ex is there. Oh, my God. Just ringing the doorbell over and over again. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, it's been months. How do you know where you live? I, we can get into that. I'm like, how is he here? Why is he here? And he's like ringing my doorbell over and over again. So like I get my dogs and like I'm putting them in their crate. And I have like a patio that's like a little bit open with the blinds. And I am just a forgetful person. So I usually leave these doors unlocked. Mm -hmm. So I'm (laughs) thankfully they were both locked. But I'm looking at him like I'm just not going to say anything. So I get back on Discord with Chris. and like, hey, my ex is here. I don't know like what he's doing. He's ringing my door constantly. Um, I'm just going to wait till he's like, I'll call you back. I'm gonna call my dad. And so I call my dad and, um, you know, my ex is still there ringing the doorbell, pounding on the door, telling me I owe him money for benefits and that I I have his hoodie. He's
0: like yelling that through the door.
1: Through the door. And like my, my apartment complex, the other neighbor's doors are so close by. Like you can hear him. And I'm, like, fucking hell, like, this is... Embarrassing. Embarrassing, terrifying, whatever. Like, you know, and I haven't talked to him in months. So like, how? who knows how angry he is at this point? Because when you shut off a narcissistic person oh, from yeah. you... It's like, how
0: dare you? Like, they how get, like, dare you? Vengeful.
1: Like Yeah. And so um, I look through the people and I just... Ba- I basically tell him like, you need to leave or I'm calling the cops. And he's, like, I'm not leaving. You owe me this. You have my sweatshirt. I know you have it, you lying bitch. And I... Did, but I also paid for that sweatshirt, so...
0: And also, and I'm that's not, not how you ask.
1: Like, obviously, he was there. He wasn't... You could tell he wasn't there for those things. He was there. I hadn't had contact with him. He was there to try to get back in. Oh, yeah. And so I wait a couple minutes, and I'm telling... My dad's like, you need to call the cops. I'm like, let's just give him time to, like, leave. Like, I don't want to make it worse. Scene, yeah. And... um. I notice that he's not at the doorway anymore, and I look behind me, and he is on my <gasps> patio.
0: Oh, look, he jumped the. Oh, no, the patio open opens. The, oh.
1: And I'm like, oh my fucking god, and like I'm like crying because like I thought that I had it like not locked. Yeah. I'm like, he's gonna fucking get in. I'm going to die. Something bad's gonna happen, and so I like run back to my bedroom. I call the cops, and the dispatcher is just like, I don't know. They just don't seem like. It's as big of a situation as it is for you in that moment, yeah. And you're like crying, you're freaking out. Like, I don't know if
0: they want to be calming, but sometimes it comes off as like, "Do you care? Yeah, like,
1: like <laughs> please, get yeah. me here fast." And so she, um, she's like, "Okay, cops are on their way." Yada yada. I look back at my back porch; he's not there. I look through my front door; he's not there. So I'm like, "Okay, he's gone." But like, he might have heard you call. Yeah, that I called the cops, and um. I guess it was like 10 to 15 minutes later, I get a knock on my door and I'm like, oh, fuck, oh my God, he's back. And I yeah. look at it and it's the cops. So, like, I let them in and I'm crying. Like, I'm like, you know, this is what's going on. And he, the cop was just like, I don't know. Basically, he was like, I just met your ex um, husband at the front gate. He oh. was still here because I told him what car and everything yeah. he had. And he was letting me know that you owe him benefits, that y'all are going through a divorce, and that you have something of his. And, of course, he was probably all cool and collected. Yeah. and I was just like, I haven't had contact with this person for months. He's only supposed to be talking through my dad. He shouldn't be coming here. Like, I don't even know how he got here. And, um, like, it's a domestic violence situation. That's why I'm, I've left him, and um, I don't want him here. Like, he shouldn't be here, and I feel very threatened in this moment. And he was like, well, you know, you know, the divorce system basically telling me that it was my fault that I was still on his benefits, that it was my fault that like I didn't give him back his sweatshirt and that he kind of has a right to basically he has a right to come and show up at my fucking place and berate me. Like, it's basically what he was saying. And I was like, well, I'm going through the process. I was like, Texas has a 60-day limit. Like, it's like a whole thing. Like, it's not like, boom, you're divorced. And he can send a letter to his benefits department saying, like, hey, she's dropped. We're not together anymore. Yeah, you have to wait until it's final. And also, I paid for everything for you for years. You were on my benefits for years. And... I'm sorry that you had to spend $300 on me for a measly old, I don't know. Like, come on. Yeah. Like really. And you're going to come after me for that money and a sweatshirt. Like then uh, to scare me in that. And like, and I knew in my head, like, it's not even about that. It's not yeah. about those things. It's about to scare me. It's about to try to get me back with him. It was whatever he wanted in that moment. And, um, I remember him saying, telling me like, he's still here. um, so what would you like to do and i was like i want him to be criminal trespass like i want a um order against him to not be able to be near me like a protection order he's like well you can't really do that cuz basically like i couldn't get a protection order but i could get a where he can't come onto the apartment property yeah which is like okay but like what this if he's willing to come do this like he's willing to go do a lot yeah and so and a lot
0: of times CTWs only cover your unit. Because, mm-hmm. like, if he has a friend next door, he could technically... Yes, so it's, it, and it yeah, only covered my unit. Exactly. So it, it, the he only could come way on property if it, you wanted to. The only way to get it for the property to be covered is the property management would have to file one, which I had to do that for an ex, and the property management was really... She was a lady. She was really cool, and she was, like, when the golf game, she went and was like, I'm filing it. So I was like, Aww. period. She's like, I don't want him here. So, yeah. yeah. So if you have a girl boss in your apartment... I wish. Uh, She'll do it. and But yeah.
1: So he's like, I was like, okay, well, what do I have to do for him not to be able to be like on, like in my unit, like ringing my doorbell and coming to my patio? Like, that's like, come on. Mm. And he's like, you have to tell him face to face in front of us that he's not welcome here. And I was like, I don't want to do that. They
0: make you, Yeah,
1: what? I've never had to do that. Yeah. He's like, we can't may... sign off on it unless you personally tell him face to face that he is not welcome here. And I was like,
0: obviously, he's not welcome here. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's not welcome here. And I was like... I guess so, because if he came back next week, he would be like, I didn't know. You yeah. know, that makes and sense. And I
1: kind of get it, but, like, I'm... Ba- like, I don't want to see my ex-narcissist see me in the state. Like, I don't yeah, want like, him to see me at all. I like, wish
0: they could have contacted him. I, yeah, him I don't
1: like, I don't want him to see me happy. I don't want him to see me sad. I want him to know nothing about me. Yeah. Like, I want him to know absolutely nothing. Like... I don't know. So, I'm just like, fuck. So, I I was like, can I call my dad real quick? Just because, like, I don't know. I just... I needed someone because I felt like
0: he... Wasn't on your
1: side? Yeah. And he was kind of acting like I was the crazy woman in the
0: relationship. Because I bet he finesse... Narcissists, that's another thing with my ex. I mean, he... They finesse people. Yeah. I'm sure... He sold them on some line. So the cops, you were erratic and crying. crying. So he probably acted like yeah. Sir, I don't know. I mean, I just I asked her nicely. Like yeah. so I bet it was a case of that. And yeah. they they that's have to that... pick in that moment who to believe. Leave. And it's no I'm not defending the cop. No, I'm no, just I saying don't. like it was the narcissist who yeah. did all that. And that's so, why like that Gabby video, the cops yeah. showing that made me so
1: sad because like that that's literally exactly. what happens mm-hmm. in those situations and like ugh. You can prevent so much if they would just get some training on, like, that kind of shit. Yeah. And take it more seriously because, fuck, like, he could have killed me that night. Like, I don't put it against him that he would
0: have killed me eventually. That happens, too. The cops, like, believe the wrong person and, like, it ends up... But, I mean, yeah, fuck, it's hard because, you know, narcissists are so convincing. Yeah. But
1: I ended up opening the door and telling him, like, you aren't welcome here. I do not want you here. And he starts going off like, you owe me money, blah, 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 And the cop looks at me, close the door, close the door. And I just like slammed the oh, door. So they like, got to
0: see him. See him go action. crazy.
1: And, um, you know, I have a pink slip. I still have it where he can't come on the unit and stuff. But I remember him texting my dad the next day, telling that he was going to go to my workplace.
0: Oh, yeah. And start going there. Because that's when you asked me. Yeah. Should,
1: I... I, should I talk to the HR yeah. about it? Because like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Like, that's embarrassing. Im- fucking embarrassing and he was gonna go and tell my workplace that like i do drugs and all that stuff so i was like i need to go in there and tell them the drug test me so they know that like i'm not on drugs yeah i was like absolutely obviously not always
0: let the more people know and i've been through those situations and like that's what i was telling her too in the bit you know when we were talking about this is like a paper trail because stalking and all this type of stuff is almost impossible to prove until something happens and if you don't have a paper trail when it happens it won't hold the same weight in court yeah. it'll be like oh he assaulted her not oh my god he assaulted her and she has had 19 reports of him doing following her and doing shit so yeah. it they'll take it more seriously. seriously so like paper trail for all you people out there get it literally tell everyone that you're around that you can what's happening do like Write it down yourself, Mm -hmm. have police reports. If you are at a college campus, most of them have things called like a tell somebody report or a college police report. Go there and file that as well. File it with like any authorities that you can because you want official documents.
1: Do something about
0: everything. Even if it's like today I looked at my rear view and he followed me from Kroger to my work. Yep. Call somebody, document it, be the squeaky wheel because if you don't, no one will listen. And you'll probably get killed. Yeah. Like, it's that serious. Like, yeah. you have to be the squeaky wheel. You have to advocate for yourself in those situations mm-hmm. or they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. And so, and and they're and if they get pulled with the police, like, they're going to make you seem like the crazy one exactly. in the situation. And, and you if you have don't to stand... have a paper trail, they're going to yeah. be like, maybe she is making this up. Yeah. I mean, why did she never call the last 20 times he came here? Yeah. Why didn't she say anything exactly. before? And it sucks. And usually, like,
1: yeah, that's what the cops are like. Well, why didn't you call about the other times he hit you? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I'm not with him now and I want to do something about it. Yeah. But I just remember after that incident, just being so scared to sleep at my place. And oh like, my gosh, yeah. And, and just you're... being worried for Chris because he's about to come meet me and like just, I don't want that on his plate. Like that's not fair to him to have something to worry about, like some crazy manic guy showing up. Wait, can I do something really quick? Mm-hmm. I want to do the
0: Chris sound effect. Yeah. Chris. Chris. That's our new sound effect for Chris, but no, yeah, and then, like, you know, I mean, I'm not, like, doxing you, but, like, if you live on, like, a a first floor, you live in a home on the first floor, or you have a lot of windows, floor to ceiling, or if you, like, not all of these apply to where she lives, so I'm not just, like, listing it off, but, 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 like, you know, like, it's, it's scary, even, even on top floors, it just, but it's, like, Yeah, you don't feel safe walking from home. Like, you can't go to the gym at night and walk to your car. It changes your life, like... Oh, my God. When that nail guy was stalking us. Because I knew he was stalking my friend. I I knew he didn't know where I lived. But I was like, he can find out, I'm sure. So it really changed my life. Because there were times I wanted to go to the gym at night. I wouldn't. There's times I wanted to do certain things. I couldn't. And it's like, fuck you for taking that autonomy away from me. And I think... And, like... You
1: know, it got like I would have night terrors and stuff about him like breaking in and killing me and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you know Chris moves in eventually, and I feel a little bit better until and but I he I finally found out there's someone else that he moved to Ohio. So like it just it took like all this weight off of me. Like oh fuck, like this isn't gonna yeah. happen again. I don't have to worry about him showing up doing something erratic and crazy. And um, you know, but fuck like. That's so fucked up to do to someone. Just completely oh, yeah. disregard their safety and their well-being and just mentally doing one thing like that just mentally ruins
0: them. It's like a form of, like, control terrorism. It's like, be, like you know, it terrorizes you. It's meant mm-hmm. to intimidate you, to violate you. Because when you hit someone in the moment, it sucks for that moment. When you do stuff like this, it's terrorizing 24-7. Yeah, You're constantly looking over your back. And you hear these stories that start the same way. There's so many stories that start out our same way. And the person is now buried. Yep. The person is now like not with us. And it's like, wow, that literally could so easily be you. And sometimes like you think, oh, it won't like blah, blah, blah. But then like, no, it can can happen. And it sucks because you just have to do whatever you can. I remember like, Mine with the the person I was like, you know, talking to my therapist about wasn't, <clears throat> I did tell the violent story earlier, but he wasn't this same way. Mm-hmm. But like my therapist was saying, you know, sometimes you do have to move out of state and it sucks. It sucks that you have to sacrifice. Yeah. You have to move your life. But like, it's just these people would like, they put their life on hold to just ruin yours. You. They just like take over. And it's just it's sick and it sucks, especially if you're a homeowner. You can't just up and move. Yeah, you can't, you can't just, just sell, sell your, your house and go and quit your job. And it doesn't know like, what profession are you in if you work for the local government. Like, yeah, hello. I mean, sometimes you're stuck. And when people are like, why didn't you move? Why didn't you call? Why did not you say someone for one? Say, OK, like I work in corporate America and I'm a woman. Right. Well, the higher you get in your career, you're surrounded by men and they're mostly conservative And they're older. That's just how it is. Well, why would I? You think that's going to look great on me when I go for a room of those men that are also upper management and I tell them what's going on? That's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. So it's like, that's why I don't say anything. That's why I'm not like, you know, there's so many reasons. And also, like, when you're in the relationship, they manipulate you to fall back in love with them after they do those things. So you won't, like, so many people get abused. And they'll maybe even initially call the cops. They almost always end up dropping the charges. Yes. Because the narcissist gets back to them, manipulates them enough, so they'll drop the charges. And I'm, like, so passionate about this, like, my sickness is coming back. (laughs) No,
1: it's, it's true, though. I mean, like, fuck, man. Like, honestly, basically, like you know i i was into that point where i was like i have to move i have to switch units i have to do something like so that he can't find me anymore and you know and chris is so sweet he's like i'm gonna get these things i'm don't worry like when i'm here like it'll be like because i forget to lock the door i'm just dumb and forgetful (laughs) and it was just nice to have someone be there for me that's why we
0: love chris (laughs) insert sound chris
1: but you know the fact that he moved to another state Like, how that instantly relieves me. Just going out in public and knowing that I'm not going to see him in my Mm. day-to-day life is just like, ugh. Yeah. Because, you know, he is good at making people make me look like I was crazy. And it was me doing it.
0: I think the term for that, that I've, I've... I might be butchering it, but from that, some of the narcissistic abuse survivors groups... Um, I think it's, like, flying monkeys or something is when they do that. Oh, I heard that on the, the yeah. page, yeah. I, I've, there's a lot of lingo that I love. Like, it has its own, it's like its own, like, subculture type thing. Yeah. Which, again, I can't, like, shout out these groups enough. Like, I just love it. And it's true. Like, everything makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, you, you go into a relationship, it's you and this person, and a lot of times they isolate you so you're even more like just you and this person on an island. Yep. So you're kind of thinking this is our relationship and you're dealing with those issues, but when you go into a group or where there's more people with the same thing, you start to realize like oh, this isn't just us. Yeah. Like this is this is Most a whole thing. thing. Yeah, like th- we yeah. <laughs> so that's really helpful cuz you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. And it kind of like empowers you to be yeah. like, no,
1: I'm and getting out. The worst
0: life. thing, the only thing that
1: like he only has like one flying monkey in the moment, like that like is still a part of my life. He's like my brother's best friend that was friends with him too. And um I remember um him calling me after that incident happened of me calling the cops on him, how uh my ex unfriended him on Facebook and told him that he hate me hated me because of hated him because of me and like basically told him stories about me that weren't even fucking true and how our relationships gray and how he's gonna be friends with him still all that kind of stuff and I was just telling him like I didn't tell him anything about you like I don't know why he unfriended you I I have no idea yeah like what happened for him to be mad at you because he's like fuck you Rachel he's mad at me I'm like I don't know what he came to my place your name wasn't even mentioned he's just trying to like fuck with me I don't even know why
0: and he's is your like, brother still friends with those
1: people? My brother is still friend. They've been friends for... Like, he was, like, a family friend. So what? That's, that's why it hurts that... um, It hurts me a little bit that he... I'm like, is, Ryan! Like, okay with... Not Ryan. Like, it's fine. Like, I get it. There have been... He's a family friend. It's been years with this guy. But, like, for him to take my ex's side, which fine. Do what you have to do. Like, my ex told him that I threw a full can of Dr. Pepper at him. And I'm like, I fucking never did that. This is Texas.
0: We don't fucking (laughs) waste Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Like, are
1: you dumb? And he's, like, telling me, like, it's a gray situation, like, that I I did things to make him do bad things to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna let you gaslight me through him. No,
0: I hate that. Like, when, like, there was a situation where, like, it was, like, me and one of my best friends, or probably my best friend at the time, and she had another best friend, and, like, that, like, I'm always cool with other people's, like, friends, yeah. like, because you're probably going to like them, too. But she, like, hated me. So she was just, like, attacking me all night. And after it, like, I remember, like, you know, eventually I was like, okay, no, you have to leave, blah, blah, blah. And the next day my friend's like, well, I was like, wasn't that crazy of her? Like, why is she so rude? And she yeah. was like, well, y'all were both rude to each other. I hate that. Oh, It's don't. that same stuff. Like, pick, pick a side. I hate these wishy-washy people. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That might be one. That's kind of my Achilles heel is like the loyalty thing. Yeah. Like, like, I just am never that. Like, I know that in life confrontation happens. I'm not a people pleaser in that sense. Like, I will stand up for, if it's my family, right or wrong, I'll stand up for them. But if it's not, I'll stand up for like what's right, you know? Yeah. And like... I just hate, I hate the, well, you guys were both, I mean, you both said things. (laughs) No, fuck that. Like, what's wrong with fucking standing up to someone? Like, I don't get it. I've never got people like that. The second someone does that to me, I'm like, you're out of my life. Yeah. And the biggest
1: thing with that flying monkey is, like, he's friends with my brother. So, like, I didn't want to be around him because I don't want things going back to my ex about me. Like, I want him to know nothing about me going on. So, that was, like, a big worry for me, too, is, like, he's going to let him know what's going on in my life. Like, and that's. I don't want like, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. No. Um, And he said that he was just using my ex for the stock market because he has a friend that's in the stock market. But like, I don't fuck. Fuck off. Yeah, no, that's like, come on. I don't know. It just fuck you. (laughs) Honestly.
0: But now I'm safe in
1: my home. He's got on to his new supply.
0: Mm. I'm sorry for you, love. Yeah. If you get out, come be a guest. <laughs> what
1: oh, that'd be so Imagine. fucking funny! <laughs> oh my god! I, I, I wonder my... what they um, because usually what they do is when they get into a new relationship, they make their last relationship seem like that person was crazy because yes. he did that with his yep, last. Yep, he exes. did that. With, yep, exactly. And um, I just I, I wonder what he's saying
0: I know. <laughs> I want to reach out to my ex narcissist ex wife and ask her to come on the podcast. <laughs> oh, god. I think that people notice, like, it, like, my ex was always talking, like, he was obsessively talking about his exes, and... Yes! So, it's, like, to me, that shows, because when I would look at what his exes were doing, they weren't calling him, I mean, one of them was the mother of his child, so obviously... Yeah,
1: they're gonna have a relationship. Yeah, they're
0: gonna have a relationship, which I think is great, obviously, it would be a red flag if, like, they didn't, but they were on, they were moved on with their lives, like, not even worried about him, and he was constantly talking. So to me, and I hope for most rational people, that's a red flag. Like, the person that's constantly yeah. bringing it up and talking about it, like, dude, get over it. Like, these people are moved on and probably so glad that you're out of their life. Yeah. I do feel bad for his ex-wife, because, I mean, she has to deal with this shit. Oh, my God, can you? God,
1: can you imagine? Oh, my God. No. Yeah, I, I and I only feel like now I talk about this so openly cuz I just never fucking did and now mm-hmm. I have someone that has been through the same yes. things with me it's just so therapeutic it is and I feel bad for chris cuz he's here stuff but like I'm just learning now how to be yeah like okay and healthy which
0: is good i mean it's never too late like i see some people in the groups that are like middle aged or older yeah. and i just wish I could say like it's not too late and I think mm-hmm. they know that and that's why they're still in those groups like trying but I I do see some of them say like you know I'm in my 60s and I finally got out and now I feel like it's over like it's not no never too late to love yourself to find even someone else I mean it's never too late <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it's not and
1: maybe and don't find your self-worth into someone else because that's usually how you get yourself there in the first place is you yeah you don't know how to leave it because that's your everything and it shouldn't have to be
0: no and i think that's what's been so great about me being on my own is like obviously it has its drawbacks and it's such a learning thing you know from being married from for six years but yeah i'm like finding i'm just i'm good by myself i mean i always say like yeah it would be nice to have someone that you flirt with and you talk to and maybe go out for drinks and stuff. But yeah. that's about it. Like, I'm not welcoming anything more serious than that at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh,
1: Chris was just like a complete accident. Like, I literally was done. Like, mm-hmm. after that, I was like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. But, you know, it just so happened. But, like, you know, w- you don't have to be. Yeah, no. Like, that, like you, you should look yeah. for it if like, you're not Like, no ready. one's ever going to love me again. Like, yeah. fuck off. Get a vibrator. <laughs> Get a vibrator. Get some
0: friends. Like, that is not... That person... mm. Yeah. No, that's what I always say. Like, if that's, like, the last thing that kind of... Which that usually is, like, for me, like, the last thing that ties you to men is, like, you know, you're like, I don't need them for this. Like, I have money on my own. I'm very independent. I love myself. Like, all that. But then, yeah, like, those lonely nights. Get a vibrator. Yeah. That's the last thing tying you to men. Then you don't even need them now. Like, now I'm starting to be, like did I ever need them at all? (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. And like, I think I noticed too, like I used to be the girl who like growing up was just like not obsessive, but like if there was someone that I liked or that liked me Mm -hmm. and like if we were supposed to meet up and like I was with friends and like, you know, I would it's obsessively, all about, yeah, yeah, all I thought about, I was obsessive, like, yeah. we have to go to this party, he's here, we have to go, we have to go. And you found if they... your self-worth into being in a relationship. Yeah. yeah, and, like, well, it wasn't even, like, a relationship, like, I would just, like, want to see them and, like, be with that person who liked yeah. me, and, like, that was all I thought about, and I would be in such a terrible mood being a bitch to my friends until we finally got to that party and met up with him or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, I was just, like, like that, and I always, like, envied the girls that were, like, if we see him, we see him, if we don't, we don't. And, like, now I'm finally that person, like, I feel so much, I would rather hang out with my friends, I would rather do my own thing. Yeah. And, like, it's just so much more fulfilling. Like, I just don't care. And, like, that's what's more important in the end is doing you, hanging out with your friends who have been there for you. Yeah.
1: Especially, okay, if you're listening to this and you're in this right now, imagine this. I know you're imagining being lonely, sad, him moving on, hurting you, whatever. But imagine this. Imagine waking up and not being yelled at. Not every move you make is walking on eggshells. You know, if you want to not flush the toilet that morning, don't flush the toilet that morning. If well, you want to If <laughs> well, you maybe If you want to have your place a little messy, then have your place a little messy. Who's going to yell at you? I have never that those couple months before Chris moved in, which I love Chris being there, like don't get me wrong. But those months of just like not being with my ex narc and just having my own fucking time was so like made me realize that fuck him mm-hmm. and how much better my life is right now in this moment. Oh yeah. Because I don't have someone constantly Fucking my day up. Ooh. Like it's me. It's what I wanna do. Do I wanna sit in bed with a full pizza and watch murder mysteries all night? I'm gonna fucking do Fuck it. yeah If I wanna do Pet Paradise and video games all night, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: gonna do it. Pet Paradise and video games! If, I mean, yeah, if I wanna play The Sims and watch YouTube videos of people playing The Sims while I'm playing The Sims, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna do it. I'm gonna do that. And what am I lazy? No! no. That's what I wanna do today. If I sorry if I want to eat a party size bag of nacho cheese Doritos. Ew, but, but go on. Are you... No, well. <laughs> that we then are you're going to do it. Offline. I'm going to fucking do it. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Up. If you want to like, go out with your friends, you're going to fucking do it. Yeah. Which my ex narc was, like, totally different. Like, he never... I didn't have the B- B rating and everything. Like, we didn't live together and he... It was so... It was... Mine was definitely more of, like, a mind fuck because he was so uplifting. Like, if anything... He gave me so much confidence that like I got such so much of my worth. Yeah, that's what they do in the beginning. Yeah, when I was with him because like he said the most amazing things about me and would point out just the little things I did and like I don't know. I so I don't ours was weird. Like that would be a whole episode yeah, just getting but, into
1: like, it. But if you were to move into him, it would have eventually gotten to
0: Yeah that. But I mean, just like i still had emotional abuse. It just wasn't the same. Like yeah. it was more you know, like, I wasn't, like, But, yeah, like, but you were,
1: like, always, like, worried about,
0: like, what he's up to, and now you're not. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so I was yeah. just trying to say, like, how you were saying, like, if you're in it and you don't have to worry about it, like, I just wanted to, like, appeal to the people that maybe are on my side, too, oh, like, that didn't have... Well, not even just dating, but, like, the people that aren't being berated necessarily, like, it's still emotional abuse, like... Oh, yeah, emotional abuse is such a hell Yeah, so that was my whole thing, is, like, just saying, like, you know... You guys too. <laughs> get out. Like Yeah. You know, just maybe you're not being berated or walking on eggshells, but like, you know, the mindfuckery and like whatever, like the Oh, know. the mindfuckery just on its
1: own is like a whole Yeah. Can you imagine just sitting in your room and not being <laughs> um <laughs> getting a text message that just ruins your whole fucking day because you don't yeah. know what's going on?
0: Oh my god. Or yeah, just like the arguments on like what mine used to do. <laughs> this was like So when I met him, we didn't want anything serious. I didn't. He didn't. And so, well, I told him, like, let's just be friends with benefits or whatever. Like, yeah, he was like, no, I really like you. Let's see where this goes. And we fell into it fast. Like We had a wild connection, as you usually do with a narcissist. So, you know, it, it like we were in a relationship, like. And it acted like it. That's how we were. He was telling me we we're exclusive, whatever. Yeah. And he'd be like, you know, we'd always would fight about it because he would never give me a straight answer. I was I would be like, OK, hey, let's like, what are we? Let's just get on the same page. If it's just sex, it's just that. Like, just say it. You know, let's yeah. get on the same page. But he would never give me a straight answer. And then finally, like, I would be like, dude, like, let me know because I just need to know everyone would want to know that and yeah. so sometimes he'd be like okay we're together let's make it work let's oh. be in a relationship and the next let's minute he's it. not that yep the next yep. day but he would do it so crazy like he like i remember <clears throat> whatever he like proposed to me <laughs> and that night was like the best night like he was doing things he never did before and he's like unsolicitedly was like let's get to know each other let's make this work Let's date exclusively. Let's give it a shot. Are we proposed to and exclusively? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, and you know, I wasn't, I didn't need that. But but I was like, okay, let's do it then. That's all. Like, fine. Let's give it a shot. I don't know why it's been so weird before. And then literally three days later, I'm like, can't get a hold of him. And then he's like, Ryan, we're just friends. I don't know oh what you're doing. Oh, my I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's so like, that's what I mean. Kind of like the mind fuck stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you just never know. So, like. Not having to deal with that anymore oh is so amazing. Yeah. Because, like, I don't ever do that to myself. <laughs> and people will, like,
1: string people along like that. Like, yeah. oh that's so, uh oh. It's, I can't. It's a mindfuck because you're just, like, I'm being faithful. They, they're they doing whatever they
0: want, but you're just, like, fuck, what am I well, supposed would, to, like. Well, he would, like, tell me he was faithful. That's why I would never understand. I'm, like, you're saying that? that you're only with me. And I pretty much knew, I mean, I'm sure he was probably, he, I found out later that he was talking to other people and trying to go out with other people. So he was like, lie. I don't know. But I was like, if, I don't know. I can't. That's a whole, that's like a day conversation. I'm not even going to get into all of that. We should do that one day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up. But
1: no one has wrote in yet. So no fucking write in. I know other people have great stories and. I know it might be scary for some people, but we'll keep you anonymous if you want um and change the names, names whatever you want to do, but it is therapeutic just even writing down what's happened to you and just like having people hear it. And having you. other
0: people hear it and then your story is out there, it doesn't so have to be yeah, tied to your you. feelings are validated. Yeah. It's it's great. Yeah, we will validate you. I <laughs> I
1: mean it depends if a narcissist writes and I'm
0: not going to validate your actions, yeah. but <laughs> But, yeah, and make sure, please, to follow us on Spotify. Hit the little bell. Now they have, like, I don't know when they made this, but it's, like, YouTube. Like, you can hit the bell. It'll tell you when we have a new episode. Yeah. Um. It's funny because, like, I have it on. And so, like, once it goes live, I get, like, a little, like, a thing. And I'm like, Oh, I get so excited. Yeah. Ah. I know. Um. They also sent me an email. It was, like, find out what podcast is right for you. And it's, like, a little quiz that you do. Mm-hmm. I did it and <laughs> didn't get ours, so I guess it's not right <laughs> for me. But... <laughs> Honestly, I, would, I mean the questions are so vague and there's so many podcasts out yeah. there but um but yeah like follow us please share us on your social media i know i've already said that but we're trying to build a community trying to get the word out yeah. and we're not we don't want to be talking to no one i mean we have we we're not like you're not the only one listening i swear mom <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> um but yeah no please share it follow us on all of our socials we'll plug those again I'll keep putting some of the books and helpful things that we think of in our descriptions and send us stories. Yeah, write right in. Come on. Write in. Just you can
1: it. literally click on our website, which is in all our socials, and go to send me a link daddy.
0: Yes. <laughs> or send me an email daddy. That's what it is. <laughs> send us emails, daddies. Send me Halloween outfits for my black cats. Um, whatever you want. Whatever you want. We're here for you. Yes. Again, our socials are Twitter is at We Smoke Menthols. Our Instagram is at Hot Ryan and Rachel. And our website is
1: www.HotRyanAndRachel.com. and
0: And there you can find hot singles. <laughs> <laughs> <did we> do? <laughs> I don't know cuz yeah, that's our voice sounds. You won't last more than four seconds. <laughs> I
1: wonder if anyone got that. I or if yeah. they just felt called out cuz they know they know exactly yeah, what I did. Yeah,
0: did anyone about. get that like on the last episode where we just erupted <laughs> with laughter? Laughing. Yeah, let me explain that cuz it we put it in there because it was so funny but so we had gone out for like a cigarette and champagne break. We come back in and we're still recording. Like well, we had started recording but we're kind of just like talking amongst ourselves, getting like back into the the mode. And it wasn't even really supposed to be on the podcast, it, but I knew we were recording. So that's why I was like, okay, this might out me. But I was, we had said something, oh, it was her voice when she does that, like hot Ryan and Rachel. And I was like, that reminds me of the, you know, when you're watching porn and it's like, you won't last more than four seconds. And so we just like thought it was so funny. But so that's what that was. And we had to keep that in. Yeah. I'm not going to let that. It out no. Here. And because y'all, I know y'all know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, don't lie. Who has like signed up? You know how it's like, sign up to play this game? Yeah. <laughs> has anyone, <laughs> have you, have you ever like tried to play the game? No, but there was this game
1: back when I was a kid on Newgrounds where it was like, make her orgasm while <laughs> she's asleep before oh she wakes up. And I was like, okay, well, back then I was like, Wow, that's kinda rape. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, like oh, yeah. such sexual harassment right there. Like don't let her wake up while you're fingering her. Oh my what? god. Yeah, that was a game when what I was the a kid. Hell? in New Grounds, yeah. Wow. <laughs> the crazy times, y'all. Crazy times. Yeah. Yikes. But yeah, I didn't sign up for the games with the anime girls in the Pornhub.
0: <sighs> me neither. But maybe we will and we'll report. Let's back. Just try it out. Or if you have, like, what let if me makes know how how it makes us come goes? in five seconds? <laughs> mm. Oh my god. Like I just I was like, like went together.
1: Like. <laughs>
0: We like literally orgasm in a minute. We're like, oh, wow, it really did work. (laughs) So, guys, I'm here to say they know what they're fucking doing. Come back next week. We'll let you know how. (laughs) We'll stream it live. (laughs) That's good. Oh, my God. Should we plug our OnlyFans? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Did I spit on you? No. Mm, Good.
1: (laughs) Wait, did you like it? (laughs) You won't. That's
0: more (laughs) than... Oh, Oh my God. God. That's funny. Well... This has been enough of us. Yeah, I got to go Halloween shopping. Oh my God, I'm excited. Yeah, um, I'm done with y'all. We're going to the Halloween store. So we'll see you next week. Um, Once again, I'm the unforgettable, infamous, notorious Ryan with two N's. And I am the most beautiful, sexy, and
1: intelligent woman, Rachel. Goodbye! Bye!